0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and we pay our respects to their Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. First of all, a trigger warning. Our first segment this week is with Anthony from Robinvale District Health Services and we discuss the drop-in centre, mental illness and other topics that you might find triggering. If you are struggling with your mental health right now, the RDHS Mental Health Drop-In Centre is open and mental health clinicians are available every day without referral or appointment. Just drop in or call Primary Care if you'd like the team to come see you.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Welcome to The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories.
0: Now, if you were Charlie, you would jump in and say, and we're back. And we're back. There you go. <laughs> How are you, Anthony? Yeah, Thank you, Jada. <laughs> oh, good. It's, we
2: haven't seen you for a little while. No, I'm sorry. Um... Don't be Sorry. It means you busy? Yeah, yeah, it is. and we're getting busier.
0: Mm. Busier, which is, we say that's a good thing, but it's not really. It's a bit of a catch twenty two in your line of work, oh, yeah. isn't
2: it? Yeah, well, it's good for some people, it's not for others. Mm. <laughs> no, exactly. No, but look, Christmas, Christmas has been really, you know, Christmas and COVID just sort of threw everything in that in that mm. year and stuff. So yeah, I've, I'm, I've been wanting to come back for a while, but I'm sorry, it's only...
0: Oh, that's all right. It's, yeah. it's almost take a number business around here now. Everyone <laughs> wants to come on and, no, and we love it, plug their wares, which is good for us, I guess. No, we love it. Um, so let's talk about – we'll get on to talking about young people um, and being back at school and all the things that go with being a teenager mm-hmm. shortly. But I want to talk about first the last lockdown. Oh, yeah. Did you see an uptake in services of the dick or just a um, – <sighs> A shift in people's mental health around that last lockdown because even I took that one really hard, and I like to consider myself quite resilient
2: these days. Well, I think ah, oh, look, you know, I'm far from me being a social commentator, but I think what we saw was that although I think once the first one went got was said and done, mm. everyone's like, oh great, we can get back to normal, mm. and then normal was different anyway, and then normal got totally. Ambushed by the second one mm. and People weren't prepared for that mm. And that That really threw a lot A lot of people Some people really suffered And struggled Some other people just went Right let's just get really inventive And creative mm-hmm. um, Yeah look I mean I don't know how to explain this. I've never been through a pandemic In my life mm. So this is This is so bizarre mm. um, I'm sure there's a lot of Doctorates and PhDs will were coming out of this
0: mm, I'm sure there will be yeah, Absolutely mm.
2: But yeah Look we had people coming in Who were you know Isolated Um yeah, just lonely, bit confused, unsure, mm. you know, um, unable to seek services because, you know, the doctors, it's only telehealth. And of course, you know, people don't, people sort of feel not neglected, but it's like, well, I've got this serious mental, mental health issue or medical issue, and the best I can do is get a phone consult. It's like, really? mm. So, yeah, it's, it's a really tough one.
0: Mm. It is a really tough one. Hang on. I'm just going to pause there for a second. Seems to be, but the level. So then let's talk about um, young people yep. and using the services. We probably should point out we're talking to Anthony from RDHS about the chopping clinic. <laughs> you know, it's easy for me. You're sitting right across from me. But um, there's been, I suppose, a lot of – even I've had people texting me and ringing me going, what do you suggest I do for my teenager? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a clinician. Yep. Best thing I can do is point you – in the direction of this dropping clinic now that we have. Also, I wanted to say that since, um, and I don't want to toot my own trumpet, but I mentioned the forty-two k and yeah. the dropping clinic on Millionaire a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, a couple of weeks ago. Sorry, I'm still slightly concussed. Um, and I have had an abundance of emails yeah. asking about how we got it going. Um, what kind of funding it needed, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that people have gone, oh, that looks like a really good model, do you think there's scope to make this a bit of a pilot program for
2: rural areas? Well, funny you should say that. Oh, because, really? Um, we got a colleague got a phone call um, the other day from Castle Main Health. Right. right. Near, near my way. Yes. And they said, we've heard you've got a drop-in centre mm. and we want to know how you did it. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know- it's the, the, it's kind of filtered out there. Yes. And if this can be a pilot program, great. Yeah.
0: It's
2: generated a lot of a lot of health services gone oh. Mm. mm. So, yeah.
0: And my response was you've got to make sure that your health service is, is on board and willing to a recruit really good people. Um second, provide this service if you can if you can find the funding for it and, you know, luckily we had COVID happened and some funding yeah. fall out of the sky and then Luke with his 50 odd grand or whatever. Um, but I've had emails and phone calls from over sort of the c Mitchell Shire area, yeah. that side of the state yeah. going, we're in a bit, we're in strife here. And people that are doing studies are asking questions about how we got it going and and what we need to do to get one over there. And I was like.
2: Look, far be it for me to um, inform administrators and hospitals how mm. to get their money. But. You know, if you – there's a couple of ways you can probably – I would think you can do this. All right, you, let's just say you've got a staff of six. This is only just rubber figures, right? Mm. Staff of six, you make a room available three times a week. Mm. If it's busy, okay. If it's not, it's just when you do your, some of your admin. Yep. You know, so really the time – Good. You can really say, well, I'm just not sitting here twiddling within this. Mm. You know, And that's what I do. I mean, i got to order up the files and just get all my admin in order while I'm sitting there if, there's, if it's quiet. Yep. So you actually do – you are doing something.
3: Mm. Um,
2: but look, you know, there's, there's probably 10 different ways you can do this. Mm. Whether or not the government releases funding specifically for this,
0: who would know? Well, if you look at the report from the Royal Commission, more money seems to be going into those urban areas than it does coming out to rural areas, doesn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is such a shame. I was, again, so disappointed when I read the recommendations – from the Royal Commission, I was like, "This is great for more services in places like Frankston and the Morning Peninsula." But what about up beyond the freeways? Anyway, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about um, young people and their access to mental health services in the drop-in clinic here.
2: Sure. Well, look, we at the hospital we've got direct access to the schools. Like we offer um, a program at the schools, mm-hmm. and that's going to increase. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that in the same section because they have doctors in schools? Yeah. So is that yeah. the same sort of thing? Or
2: Yep. 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 Cool. So um, we're engaged sessionally to come in once a week mm-hmm. or on call. I've certainly made it clear that if there's something going on at school, you just give me a call and that does happen. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So every every now and then I'll be going, can you come up to the school now? We've, yeah. Or, or um, you know, teachers have actually brought kids down, down to the drop-in centre. Right. So...
0: Yeah, that's good though.
2: Yeah, it just takes them out of the, the heat of the school environment and just you know they can come and sit and chill. It's a yeah. really good space, I got to say. I it really, is a great space. Um, I'm forever dragging people out of there, saying, "What, you need? <laughs> what are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah. But um, staff-wise, but yeah, it's a great a great space. So yeah, it's it's worked really well. In fact, I probably I'll probably need to go back and it, put it a little bit more on on paper and um, mm. yeah, because in terms of a pilot, it's. It's just been humming along.
0: That's Which is awesome. Yeah. And it would be great to sort of have it on paper and say, well, if you want to know how we did it, here's how we did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Because yeah. it does just, seem like a good thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Um, do you think it's helped the community? I mean, I know you're sort of – you were new to town and, and brought here because of this, but do you think it's making a difference? Look,
2: I'd always like to say it is. Mm. Um, the word still is a bit thin on the ground. Like mm. I've put up posters – I've put up posters and um, they've gone. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. I don't know where they've gone to. Yeah. So every every now and then I'll just go around and circulate again. Yeah. Um, the drop in center stuff, and I need to probably put a few more up actually. But yeah, I didn't even think to bring one for you, Jade. But
0: oh, that's all right, because this is going to be tiled in soundproofing stuff again soon.
2: Okay. Mm.
0: And there's only a limited amount of people that come in here every week anyway. Um, <laughs> Over the river in Euston. It's for everyone. So are there are there no are there posters and stuff over the river as well? I didn't even think of that. Oh, might there, want to do that.
2: There's a trip to Euston for me. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go and get a pizza from the cafe over there. Oh, okay. They do a good pizza.
2: All right. Mmm.
0: Delicious. In We're
2: fact. A bit of a pizza snob. So
0: I'm a pizza snob as well. But you know, okay. I like to make my own pizzas. But when I can't be bothered making my own pizzas, then yeah. the Euston cafe is where I go.
2: Okay. Mmm. I oh, think. Yeah. There's a little secret for you. Oh, Nice. Mmm. Um. But, look, I th- I'd like to think it has benefited the community. The, the, the people who do come in, um, they certainly get a service and the response is no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what can I say? It's it's just been a really great project. And, yeah. And it's kind of – it sort of fell in, in the golden pond, really.
0: Mm. 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 And, I, I mean, anecdotally, what we hear on the ground when people message us and go – you've got no idea that this clinic or the ability to see someone straight away has literally saved my life this week. Wow. Yeah. We've had probably I reckon three Yeah. at the beginning of the year, even the end of the year last year, um, messages like that going, this program has literally saved my life. Well, that's good to know. So, you know, and the aim was, as far as Luke was concerned, um, if he could do something to help the community here, whether it's raising awareness, starting conversations, being a point of contact, and a, a lot of people do use him, particularly when he goes out and speaks at different events, which he still does. They'll use him as a point of contact after, privately, to message and go, well, "What do I do? What's what's the first step?" So then we I've, can go right. Here's a handball.
2: That's not the first time I've heard that. Mm. Oh, Luke Benham sent yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, or such as you know. So to, it's, it's 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 a lot of it's word of mouth, but yeah, of, um, mm. yeah. That's not uncommon. Oh, such and such sent me, or such and such sent me. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very good. Mm. Uh, and the people they have sent have been in genuine need. Yeah, very like, yeah. genuine need.
0: What is it do you think that makes people put it off for so long t- to the point where they are in
2: crisis? Um, I think people's insight. I mean, look if it's never happened to someone before, if somebody's going, if someone's as an example, if someone's what I had a a depressive, anxious type of personality. Mm. It's not until something – they'll either go, right, I've had enough, I need to do something about this, it's time, okay? Um, They'll break through the stigma of what mental health is and go, right, I might need to go on some medication or I might need to go and see someone, I might need both, Mm. all right? The triggers, the forcing triggers are usually family, wives, husbands, kids, employment, Yep. you know, Mm. when you get your third warning going, mate, if you're not turning up for work, you you know, I would – would like to think an employer would step in before and go, hey, listen, can we help you out here? Yes. Um, That does happen. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. From various industries around the place.
0: Which is good because 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that would not have happened.
2: What I did, and I might have to do it again, um, but a couple of years ago, when I was with another health service, we did uh, a lot of – they had like a a staff day, Mm. and part of that staff day is we'd get up and give a talk about mental health and what services are available and what. You Know through the a- EAP program, or whatever. Yep, we had an astounding amount of people coming up going, You just describe what I've been going through for the last six months. Wow, but it cost me a divorce to try and, <gasps>
0: you
2: know, it, it cost me a custody battle or a custody yeah, or yeah, to realize that this is actually more serious. Yeah, um, but we had a, a, a remarkable amount of people turn up going, Yeah, you've just described exactly what,
0: yeah, right, what's going on. Mm.
2: So, yeah. That might be worth actually just sort of brainstorming. It might be worth actually doing that sort of – Yeah. Speaking to, speaking to various big farms and stuff like that. Yeah. The almond guys and stuff. Yeah.
0: Doing a road show. Yeah. Mm, why not? Not right now because they're in the middle of harvest but and then <laughs> frantically trying to pick nuts up off the ground before the next rain event, which may or may not happen. Um, And I suppose that's another thing, like farming, when you talk to the grape guys, it's been a tough harvest. The grapes have been thin on the ground and getting them out and prices have been low and all the, you know, it's been tough. Um, So surely that has a bearing as well. Do we see many many farm types coming through the door or is it still very
2: much a- Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. I had a farm type. (laughs) That's
0: an odd way to put it, I know, but- yeah.
2: No, absolutely, absolutely. Good. Uh, the good thing about farmers and – no, it's not the good thing. The thing is when they're busy, they're busy. Yep. Um, it's when the downtime happens. Yes. Sort of like like the, they actually sit and reflect on, oh, God. Yeah. You know, harvest issues. Yep. Labor, costs, pro- oh, yeah. Mm. There's no shortage of issues for farmers.
0: Oh, and it's year in, year out. Yep. It's something different. Yep. So it must – Eventually, all compact itself to the point where you just go, Oh my god."
2: Well, look, yeah, it does. I mean, that's, that's, that's oh, probably, I won't say typical because not everyone goes through those sort of pressures, mm. but um, it's the people who we see are the ones who can't get out of bed. Yep. Mm. You know, they're that flat, and they're that low, mm. they're thinking of hurting themselves or mm. someone else, or mm. they just can't get out of bed. Mm. Stopped eating, they've stopped functioning, they've just, you know. Mm. Uh, and that's not because of work pressure. I mean, that does help you know, that does assist in the, the decline. Mm. But really you're talking about naturally occurring type of mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, which
0: is the same as, and we talk about this often as well, those naturally occurring mental health issues are the same as any other naturally occurring illness yeah. for which you should seek help.
2: Well, look, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, is, is that once again, um, you know, the stigma around this is just still really there. And mm. people say, oh, well, it shouldn't be. Well, it is. Mm. You know? um, so if you... If you had a broken leg, yeah, you'd be in a cast. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you might have a heap of plate and screws as well. Yeah. Um, and look, I've got a broken leg, you know, mm. whereas psychological injury is totally, totally
0: different. Yeah, you also can't see it until it does manifest itself in something physical, I suppose.
2: Yeah. Well, a lot of people think if you've got a mental illness, um, you're actually a bit of a deficient
0: human mm. being. Mm.
2: You know. I th-
0: don't you think quite the opposite's true if you're real if you're willing to step up and deal with it.
2: Oh, I take my hat off to people. Who yeah. Go, hey, look, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I really do. The, the, um, people who can go, look, this just isn't working for me. Mm. It's just not. Mm. You know, my wife or my husband's about to leave me, or well, they're like they've they've been knocking on my door. My kids, I'm disengaged with my kids. I'm, you know, work's not working for me. I've got financial, you know, it's a it's a really it's a quite a nasty cycle. But when people do step up and go, hey, look, you know, my dad had depression, so did my uncle, blah mm. blah blah. All they did was go on some medication and spoke to a few people a couple of times just to clear the air and get it. sorted. hey, look, look, my life's just come back.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's amazing how that can work, isn't
2: it? It's – and then the thing is, too, it's like with, with mental health – and I said this to someone yesterday, and they said it – they were really interesting how they responded to it. It was like, if you've got a mental health issue, you don't actually don't have to parade that, mm. you know? Mm. If you've got a thyroid issue, you've got to – Problem with your kidneys. You know, that's not that, that doesn't have to be a topic of conversation unless you want to do that to help try and increase or you know, raise the awareness around it. So, yep.
3: mm.
2: Yeah. It can be a personal thing and you keep it that way and that's just how you manage it.
3: Mm. It's
0: the same with anything, isn't it? You yeah. share what you want to and Absolutely. don't share what you don't need to. Simple.
2: Yeah.
0: So dropping centre hours are
2: uh, nine o'clock till one o'clock on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Um, and that's the official time, but yeah. look, quite frankly, if you if you walk into reception or something like that, you, you'll you'll get a service. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah, um,
0: and it's still the three of you yourself, yeah, Billy, and yeah, Esther. Esther. Yep. yep, terrific.
2: So you, you won't rock in. All right, would you mind till Thursday, yeah. or Friday? Just hold your crisis till then, and we'll we'll sort it. <laughs> yeah. and, and quite often, it's a lot of it's really easy situational stuff. People mm. just want to go. If you can get a solution to it, mm. the oh, you know. You see a person change from, oh, you know,
0: mm. um,
2: look, this is what's going on. This is what's happening with my mood. Okay, well, how about we just do this, this, and this? Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Yep. That might be something as simple as going to get a blood test. There might be something underlying all this for you. Yeah, okay. It can be very easily corrected. Yeah, right. Um, you know, like thyroid issues. yeah uh, Okay, my thyroid has been playing up. Mm. It's either high or low. Mm. Something's not right. hmm Losing all this weight, or I'm putting weight on, whatever it might be. Mm. So, okay, well that's that's a relatively simple fix, as opposed to going. Oh my god, am I going mad? Yeah. Right? And the yeah. thing is, if people think they're going mad, they've got a good level of insight. Therefore yeah. They're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to. Good way to look at it. Very good way to look oh, at I'm, it. I Think I'm going mad? No, you're probably stressed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Another thing I've noticed, and this is only again anecdotal, but, um, I suppose. Teenagers that I've spoken to, kids that are at school, after the year of COVID, they now they fear themselves that they're germophobes and they have trouble dealing with any sort of unhygienic behaviour or germs in rubbish bins or anything like that. Have you seen anyone with that? And is there that kind of... um, I don't know whether it's O C D or whatever, you're the expert, but, oh, that far, but that sort of that sort of behavioural stuff that could be acquired. Can you help that kind of thing
2: with what you do? Yeah, you can. I mean obsessional obsessional behaviours, mind you, a lot of the a lot of the hand hygiene's been good stuff. Because yeah. um I'm a little bit O C D when it comes to that too you put me in a hospital I've been washing my hands every two minutes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, look it, it's it's a problem if it overtakes your normal functioning of life, mm. okay, what they call a maladaptive kind of response to it. Okay. If, if as an example, mm. this whole COVID thing, you, you are obsessed with washing your hands every two minutes, right, yeah. and you won't touch anything. And it's, Yeah, well, if it's interfering with your life, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay, it's going to get in the way of a lot of stuff that yes. you usually do. I think in um, awareness of good hand hygiene is great. Mm.
0: Except for when your Apple Watch gives you attitude about it. Do you wear an Apple Watch? No. So the latest update of the Apple Watch, or it might have been an update last year, has this hand-washing thing. It will tell, the accelerometer in it will tell when you're washing your hands, and it does the 20-second countdown. But if you stop before the 20-second countdown, it will buzz and vibrate and go, why did you stop washing your hands? And, oh, and we'll give ones. you – a list- I know. We'll give you – and I'm like, dude. So, we're
2: now accountable to was- an to an iWatch. Correct. We're all
0: now accountable to
2: our smartwatches. No, I've got a dumb watch, as my son calls it. <laughs> um, he can't believe that it doesn't do anything else than just go tick and tell the time. Oh, does it go tock too? Yeah, it does a bit of talk. Okay, cool. He, he just cannot believe
0: it. <laughs> and how old is your son?
2: Oh, this one is uh, 14. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh. can't, just can't. Oh, how can you live life, Dad? hmm and all by, the, by the way, this is my current weight, this is my heart rate, and this is my this, and this is my that, and this is how much i go. oh,
0: But you know what? Sometimes, and I was saying this to you earlier, sometimes the heart rate monitor things are really good, particularly when you need to talk to medical professionals and talk them down from the edge and go, no, no actually, my heart rate's really quite low. Anyway, here, have a look at my smartwatch. Well, that's
2: different, but when you're 14 and really the only concern you've got is who you're going to sit next to on the bus going to or from school or whatever. I mean, you know. This is true. It's like, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, look, the, the whole... Increase of, of hand hygiene is really good. That's mm. excellent for basic general uh, reduction of pathogens. Yep, it's exceptionally good for anaphylaxis. Uh-huh. Extremely good. Really? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, of course, and it stops the cross contamination. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it, so it's it, look. It, it's a. I actually think it's been a really good thing. Mm. But if it's getting in the way of everything. Yep. Okay,
0: it's different. Mm. And should we? Sh- should those people can they come and see you for referral onto yep. different treatments? Yep, sure, sure. you're a good starting point for things yeah, like absolutely. that.
2: Yeah, I mean if somebody's got a pre-existing sort of uh, issue with their own anxiety that it stems on like a generalized anxiety disorder, what you often do see is obsessive and compulsive behaviours. Yep, and that can get to a point where it just gets out of control. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know, really just can't 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 actually even leave my room because it's so sterile and anything out. You know what I mean? It, yeah. And then you can certainly get some therapy around that. Yep. Um, there's a lot of cognitive uh, reorganisation that can be done, mm-hmm. that retraining, things like that.
0: See, that stuff really interests me, the cognitive reorganisation or reprogramming yeah. of one's brain. Yeah.
2: Mm. There's a few different ways you can do that. Mm. Um, I'm an EMDR therapist, which is my thing.
0: Mm. But We've spoken of- about this because you're going to reprogram Charlie's brain to not be scared of chooks.
2: Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, Did that ever
0: happen? Sure. No. No. I'm no. <laughs> not sure what's going on there.
2: I do remember that. Yeah. Um, but the, with, with the OCD stuff and the obsessive stuff, that's, uh, that requires pretty long-term, really intense yeah, okay. therapy around that. Yep. Um, and it's just challenging your thought, yep. belief systems mm. around, you know. And it's a bit like a rabbit warren. Okay, so I won't touch this pen because of this reason. Yep. Okay? And then you'll start looking the indicators for the reason. It's like, oh, wow, you know, that one opens up. That one and then it gets really complex really quickly.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. But can be managed.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it can be usually through medication, Mm -hmm. through a lot of uh, a lot of talky talk. Yeah. Okay. But you know, it it it, once again it depends on how much it gets in the way of someone's life. Mm. You know, Mm. um, and the impact that also has on the other members of your family, if that's the case. Yes.
0: And that's a lot. I think sometimes when you're suffering a mental illness, noticing the impact that it's having on other members of your family can can go unnoticed you're so wrapped up in yourself a lot of the time you don't notice what an impact it's having on everybody else
2: yeah your lack of insight into yeah what do they say the lack of your lack of insight into your own impact upon others is just absent yeah you know you talk to any mum, dad, brother, sister husband, wife mm-hmm. child who's mm. got a, a member of the family with a significant mental illness wow you don't just treat the person you treat the family correct yeah which is I would say about 100% of the time And there's a lot of a lot of tears, a lot of trauma.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it is quite traumatic for for carers of people with a mental absolutely. illness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can we just touch on one thing <laughs> for my own selfish reasons? Acquired brain injuries. Yep. Um, people that have had um, let's let's say repetitive concussions. Because yes. I think over the over the course of time. We, and now we're starting to see a bit of a change, but over the course of a long, long time, yep. particularly in things like football, yeah. rugby league, yep. we've seen people that get concussed, yep. come straight back on the field and don't worry about it, are out playing again the next week. Yeah. Do you treat people that have had acquired brain injuries from being concussed repetitively? And have you, do you deal a lot in that?
2: Haven't so much here, and Robin involved. Mm. Certainly have in the past. Okay, um, that's around behaviour modification. Right. Okay. So, um, and sometimes, I, okay. So an ABI through trauma. Mm. I mean, it doesn't really matter where it comes from. Through trauma, drugs, yep. hypoxic events. You know, have yep. a heart attack, and all of a sudden you have got a brain injury. Mm. Alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Um, it, it. If if certain if there's certain behaviours are impacting on themselves. Okay. So as an example. With a frontal lobe injury, right? Yep. Um, a person typically would be extremely impulsive. Oh, right, okay. And often aggressive, not always, but one of the things you see that's problematic is people are quite aggressive. Yeah, or, right. Or they're really, really vulnerable, really sweet, and people. So, what I, and, and what can happen there is people, they're very, very vulnerable for exploitation by other yep. people. Yes. If a person has a frontal ABI, they often very impulsive. Mm hmm. Uh, really quick to fire up, like really quick, zero to 100 miles an hour. Right. Um, sometimes it's about trying to uh, put in some strategies that, that like stop think strategies, all right, before uh, – the trouble is, though, with an ABI, sometimes the stimulus can be so hard to, to grasp. They're there before they even know it.
1: Yeah, okay, you
0: know? yeah.
2: So what you do you tend to do there is to look at the environment, mm. try and monitor and limit the environment. To overexposure to their, their, their triggers. Mm. Mm. So there's a few different ways you can approach it. Yeah. Are you fear that you have an ABI? Oh,
0: no, no, no not me. <laughs> but I'm just like I said, you know, over the last week, I've suffered the first concussion I've ever had. Oh, and isn't it ca- it's horrific. Yeah, it's horrible. But I can't believe I know multiple people through mainly sports yeah. that have concussion week in, week out. Yeah. And I cannot believe that A, they haven't modified their behavior so it doesn't happen again. Um, B, there hasn't been any change in their behavior. Maybe maybe there has, maybe there hasn't. But I just have trouble grasping the concept that we are so desensitized to the effect that head injuries can have on the individual because of what we've seen, you know, forever. And, And now with this new concussion rule, I think it's a good idea in the AFL. I really do. And they've rushed it through and, that's great, but I think more needs to be done, especially now that we're seeing football greats being diagnosed with CTE, yeah. Yeah. you know, after death. Well, the only way you can
2: diagnose it when you was when you got a brain. Yeah, that's um, right. Well, Darren Frawley. Yeah, da- Danny Frawley. Danny Frawley. Yeah, um, that's an interesting coroner's report. Mm, if you want to read it? It's very. It's a public record. Yes. Um. So I read that just recently, and it was very interesting. The, the coroner making recommendations around, you know, chronic. Concussive episodes yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. In his case, you do see this with with uh, some type of head injuries. Um, you do see heightened levels of depression. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know?
0: um, and you can imagine – you can now see why.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. It's it, a structural problem. You've, yeah. your brain. You've smacked your brain around too yeah. much. And um, depression are a common one you see, and it's yep. a really tough one because it's a type of depression that's almost uh, – look, probably one of the hardest – things to treat is depression Yeah, for people. Yep. If a person's depressed, you can't actually forcibly, you know. Make them happy again. You can in exceptional circumstances, but, mm. but um, you know, uh, hope, the hopeless, helpless themes that go around that are really hard to break through. Yep. Um, particularly around compliance. If a person is so brain injured they actually need to be on medication, keeping them compliant to that medication is almost like an impossible thing to do. Yeah. And that's what happened with Danny Frawley in there mm. is that he became, he, you know became so flat and depressed and couldn't catch it and mm. medication wasn't working and, of course, you know, ended up doing what he did, So, mm. um, which is unfortunate. I remember having a client who was subject – he was a butcher and he was subject to a, uh, an invasion in his shop, a robbery, <gasps> and uh, suffered a head injury as a result. Right. And required monthly maintenance ECT. Really? Yeah. That's how severe his head injury was. Wow. So he was on almost a lethal dose of antidepressants and various other bits and pieces. But the only thing it could do it was ECT. And even then, that would last three or four days and then it'd be back <gasps> to the absolute dry horrors of his depression.
0: Wow. So ECT is electroconvulsive therapy, therapy. Yeah. which is brain shocks,
2: essentially. Pretty much, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's full on. And I know it's not as bad as it used to be. Like if you've seen one flies over the cuckoo's nest or whatever, oh, you know, well, that, that's,
2: that's old. Look, unfortunately, <laughs> that's what they used to do in the 50s and 60s. Mm. Uh, Tell you what they did before that—it was (laughs) incredible. But no, the idea is to to basically recalibrate the brain, yeah, how it's um neuronally firing and stuff like that. It's like essentially an electric motor pressing the reset button.
0: Yeah, doesn't it take? And I only know about this because I've had friends that have have been in the Alfred for you know prolonged courses. Yes, yes. So does it separate the synapses in the brain in the hope that it will sort of, like you said, reset them and realign them? Is that is that right?
2: No, I don't think so. Huh. Um, <laughs> That's how I like to think yeah. No, look, it's, the, the science isn't definitive yet. They just what okay. works. Yeah, right. They've done an, an enormous amount. I can't remember the name. There's a very, very clever guy there at the moment. I can't remember his surname. Um, he's doing a whole stack of work on TMS, which is transcranial um, magnetic stimulation, which is they're, they're using a different type of um, process to... Get oh. Various parts of the brain to work, not work, fire differently. It just reorganizes some thinking. Oh, sometimes you only need oh, only, with maintenance ECT. You know, it's, that's probably a lifelong thing.
3: Yeah, um,
2: you know, they treat people with with um, who are catatonic. Fair Yeah, dingham. people who are almost treatment resistant to you know bipolar or yeah, yeah. affective disorder stuff like that. Yeah. In the worst case scenario, yep. They're either so they're either so hypomanic, yep, or bordering on mania. Or they're so completely depressed that it's the, it's the only real treatment option they've got. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of that's the kind of that's the big end of town. That one. Wow. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And you wouldn't you wouldn't wish going to spending prolonged amount of time in the Alfred Psych Ward on anyone, really. At least not back. This was the early two thousands. I think so. Uh,
2: I was there in two thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was working there. Oh yeah.
0: Ground floor psych. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, i made many visits to the ground floor psych unit at the Alfred. Not for me. Yeah, I know it well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do too now. Yeah, <laughs> Again, not somewhere I'd probably want to stay for any prolonged amount of time. But oh, Look, I think you'll find
2: any cycle not a yeah pleasant experience. No, no that's the right. The ones who want to go, they're the ones who keep trying to get out.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose the take-home message from that then is start with the drop-in centre. Go start and see someone. Come and see us. Avoid yeah. it, yeah.
2: Look, that's the worst-case scenario. I mean, I've only put I've only put a, uh, a section on one person here in Robinvale so far in my time, so it's yep. not a, a particularly common thing, but, um, you know, if it has to go to hospital, it has to go to hospital.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah simple as that. And if it's going to save your life, then so be it. Well, it's it too. Yeah.
4: All
0: right, so the drop-in centre, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 to 1. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Excellent. And there's no age restrictions at all, is Absolutely there? Absolutely none. No. And no location restrictions at all? Mm-mm. You can, you don't need an appointment. You don't no, need no, anything. Just
2: wandering. Just wandering. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you do. Also, if, if someone doesn't actually want to come into the hospital, just mm-hmm. give reception a call. It'll get put through to one of us and we'll just do a home visit.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. So call primary care.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Excellent. We do a lot of that. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my time today, I'm yeah. out on the road all day today. Are you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's good. Well, thanks for popping in here first. Thanks for the invite. Your phone's been ringing like three uh, times since you've been here, so I'll let you go. It
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back to those in a minute. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Jade. I, that's all right. I mean, hopefully we can do this again.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, you know, I'm usually here. It's been a bit of a stuffed up few weeks. But again, that many people ca- wanting to come in and talk to us now. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Anthony. Thank we will well, we'll talk to you again
2: soon. Thanks, Jade. Bye.
1: You know what's really crap? That's Cancer. We all know that. You know what's really good, though? The Fight Cancer Foundation and Going to the Movies. (laughs) The Fight Cancer Foundation works to alleviate some of that stress by providing care, comfort and support throughout your treatment. And we all know how Going to the Movies works. We were expecting you an hour ago. Sorry. Frank, this is Miss Lam, your new guardian. I don't want him. We've all got to do our bit. The Fight Cancer Foundation Swan Hill Branch present the 2021 Swan Hill Film Festival at Showbiz Cinemas, Friday 26th and Saturday 27th of March. This
3: is Frank. He's an evacuee from London. <laughs> Miss Lamb, I know you're busy writing your stories.
1: Academic theses. They don't look very interesting. I wrote them. With movies like High Ground, starring Simon Baker, Jack Thompson, Jacob Jr. Nangle, and Aaron Pedersen. He's the kid. That's
3: the kid you pulled out of the creek. You're going to kill my uncle. I say that depends on you.
1: Summerland, the story of a fiercely independent folklore investigator who has to face her past when confronted by caring for a London Blitz evacuee. Do you believe in heaven? Yes. Well, you shouldn't. What happened to all the people who died before the Christians? Where did their souls go? Summerland.
5: Where is Summerland? It's a myth. Stories have to come from somewhere.
1: Corpus Christi, which is inspired by true events and is a subtitled and award-winning Polish drama about a young ex-con who fools an entire village into believing his. a priest. I that the about this driver. I the it.
3: only... closed. And the Bee Gees' How
1: Can You Mend A Broken Heart. The Bee Gees. Once again the fabulous Bee Gees. The most exciting sound in the world.
2: The biggest grossing album in the history of music.
1: This film chronicles the rise of this iconic group, the demise of disco and the stories that go along with it. I was the and as he was cleaning
2: my shoes. I said, listen... We often thought we were triplers. We had the same sense of humour. We had the same love of the same kind of music. When you've got brothers singing, it's like an instrument that nobody else
1: can buy. What a great excuse to get the old disco gear out of Mothballs and head to the movies for a laugh, a cry, and a whine. I heard rumours that the group is splitting up. Would you like to verify those rumours? No. No.
4: We all wanted individual
2: recognition. All three of us did things to each other that I think we're all sorry for. said, let's make an album in Miami. We had to adopt a new attitude and a new
5: sound. So why don't we just take a bar out of Night Fever?
1: Tickets and showtimes are available online now at showbizcinemas.com.au. Bookings are essential as seating limitations and COVID restrictions apply. The 2021 Swan Hill Film Festival showing Friday 26th and Saturday 27th of March. But instead, their voices were so sick. They're like, Nah, we're gonna sing it. We're on the first
4: wave of global pop superstardom, if you want to call it that. They have had the top five hits any given
5: week. For those of us at the radio station, we're going to take hostages.
3: How about the VG's? This world sucks.
2: When you become famous, you think everyone loves you and they're going to love you forever. That is not true. We really could
4: not get on the radio, so the whole idea was to write for other people.
1: It was just as important for us to have an artist singing one of our songs and being on the radio as it was for ourselves. Everything we set out to do, we did, against all odds. I can't honestly come to terms with the fact that they're not here anymore.
4: That'd be a
0: good start. Are either of you BG's fans? No. No, you're far too young. Both missed the boat. Anyway, I can remember when the BGs were still releasing music. <laughs> That's how old I am. Jules and Jess, how are you both?
5: Well, and yourself? Thanks, Jade.
0: You're good. Easter Festival. Let's talk about it. It's only a couple of weeks away.
5: Well, what would you <laughs> like to know first? When, where, how? All, the... all of the above. Right.
0: So where, first of all? We know it's at the, the footy grounds, cricket
5: Yes. Junior Oval.
3: Yes. So
5: we've got – we're going to start off with the kids' Easter egg hunt at Mm -hmm. 4 o'clock, and that's taking place on the Football Oval. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to move on to a Twilight Market, which will be held on the Cricket Grounds. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much to both the Cricket Club and Football Club for Mm -hmm. lending us the grounds. And then we've also got an outdoor cinema Happening on,
0: where's that happening?
5: Back on the football oval. On
0: the senior oval.
5: I yep. believe so, yes. Right.
0: She yes. yep. is close to the start of the season.
3: <gasps> Correct. I know. Geez,
0: <laughs> you're very lucky.
3: Phil's been lovely. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I bet.
0: <laughs> What's he got? Do you owe him a favour later on in the season?
3: No. No. Mutual <laughs> favours.
0: No. Oh mutual <laughs> favours. Yeah, right. You know what? Don't tell me. I don't want to know any more. Now this it's not a drive in movie though, is it? It's a No,
5: no. it will be foot traffic. Um, it's a bring your own picnic rug. Oh cool. You know, kind yeah, kinda. yeah. A bottle of wine. Can we bring See. one? I don't know if we can, if we can actually. Technically know. no. Yeah. Mm. We haven't we've not permitted the oval and the event to be alcohol.
0: Well, it's a family event and, that's you know, exactly fe- yeah, right. yeah, okay, all right, yep, fine, I'll leave the wine at home then. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, no, that's okay. What, what are we showing? Did we discuss that?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's It's movie cool. hop, so it's an Eastie movie. Cool. Yeah, it's family friendly, it's PG rated.
0: So yeah, yeah, nice. It should be
3: fun. Yes. How yeah. does all that, who's
0: doing the cinema
3: bit? we got a a company who yeah. do, who does like you know pop up kind of yeah you know blow up cinemas type. yeah cool because
0: so. just know like knowing how cinemas work and how hard sometimes it can be to get Correct. new release reels yes. it can be a pain in the bum but if it's
3: Already released and it's yeah it's readily digitally.
0: Better. So is it yes. a, it's a digital projector type thing? Yeah, yes. okay, cool. Yeah.
3: Cool. Our oh, plan. Our plan C was
5: going to be a, a truck with a projector. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
3: but that's we got, okay. We got plan A, so that was great. Well, that's yeah. exactly
0: right. That's great. Actually, I've got a mate over in Shepparton who has a screen truck. Like it's a yeah. truck oh. moving media. He's called and yeah. he's got a truck that folds out. So the the sides of it fold out into a huge screen.
5: Well, there yeah, you it's go. really cool. Go yeah, he could he can be Plan there. D if mm. something does. So so don't well. say that. <laughs> don't say that.
0: How's the planning for this been thus far?
5: Oh, oh. it's been overwhelming <laughs> it has, to be quite yeah. honest. Um, mm.
0: You put and, your hands up for these things.
5: I know. I know. I think <laughs> we did. didn't expect it to be as um, well. Pl- it was it meant to be simple in mm. the beginning, but we've created it a. We want it to be fun.
0: Julianne, yeah. no one's, this oh. is COVID times. So I know. Nothing and that's why, is simple. No,
3: that's exactly right and that's where we struggled a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's a busy weekend too and yeah. I, we probably weren't. Uh, like expecting so much, I guess, to be on in and around the area. So there's something on in Mildura. Mm. um There's no ski boat racing
0: on in Mildura though.
3: No, no, no. Yeah, but a, they're doing a similar sort of a, oh, they're right. doing like a big market, market festival thing. Oh. So you know, it in of place
0: of the ski racing, because yeah, people still show up.
3: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there'll still be people around, and that's you know, we want to cater for both local families and mm. tourists who are visiting the area, which is and the intent is to have fun, get people out and about, and actually do something post. Covid, you mm. know, time lockdown times, mm. um, but yeah, it's been. I guess it's been quite challenging finding people to come along and get on board and all the rest of it. But mm. we are making traction and we are getting there. So it sh- it should be good. It'll be fun. There'll be, um, yeah, it, there'll be local market stalls and a few from extra, like you know. close by Mm. uh and local music so Mm -hmm. there'll be a live musician daniel barrett is Mm -hmm. coming um and yeah it should be just max's uh, son i don't know uh currently lives i think echuca way oh ex bell ronald oh yeah okay yeah yeah so potentially right yeah
0: nice it'll be it'll be chilled times and fun so it starts from four because toby price is over in euston directly before this. I
5: was yes. going to ask you about that. Yeah. Don't suppose he could
0: No, I've already asked. Oh, darn. It's it's funded by New South Wales, so yes, he's not crossing right. that river. That's fine. Mm, yeah. That's so, not an issue. Um, but I did ask the question and I was like, quick it's gonna excavate us in and build a track and <laughs> no. But no. No. Apart from the fact that he's still recovering from shoulder surgery. Yes. No, Damn. the answer's no. It's a Houston thing. But it is timed at this stage Perfectly. to be yeah, perfectly at lunch so that once they're finished, they
3: People can come across
5: yeah. to the Easter Correct. That yes. would be amazing. Exactly. Yeah. So the Easter egg hunt, mm-hmm. if it's in an open space... It's going to be free-for-all. I was going to say, that's... <laughs>
0: Was it you that we talked about getting a chopper to just drop Easter
5: eggs?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's something I've dreamt about. We're just thinking of throwing them and seeing where they lay. Yeah. I think because it's on the footy oval, to some extent there's, you know, it's A a Grass? Some sort of contained Mm. environment. Mm. Uh, But, yeah, we're not going out there earlier, obviously, to put them out. It'll Mm. be just before kind of open the gates and let the kids run.
0: Wow. That's kind of cool though.
5: It'll It'll got, we've got little baggies for them too yeah. to, you know, use when oh. they go in. And, um, yeah. The only
0: thing that you would see happening with that, and I'm sure you've got provisions in place, is that the big kids get all of them and the little kids get nothing.
5: There's going to be limitations because I've worked right. it out.
0: I knew you would have worked this out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so if we have 100 kids participating, yep. we've worked out it's two hollow Easter eggs each mm. and probably I think it's six – of the little um, ones, little little ones solids. Yeah. the solids. Nice. So, um, you know, we're trying we'll, – we'll ask parents as we're handing out the bags, you know, if we can keep it to keep it to those numbers because children should be supervised at all times during the hunt.
0: You and I both know that's not going to happen.
5: Well, we've got to – <laughs> We to can try. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to try and we've put, yeah, put out the warning there. Mm. So, you know, it, it, it. we ask that parents do – um, listen mm. and... and <laughs> I love, I love help, your help
0: raised us. eyebrows. <laughs> yeah.
5: Help us help, help you. Us. Help us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No. Well, that should our, be fun. Our intention is that the kids can run rampant but yeah. also be very considerate of others as well. You yeah. know? Um, and for those kids that don't have, um, like they have allergies or, mm. or you know, um, can't have dairy and all that sort of stuff because we've got Cadbury Easter eggs.
0: <laughs> An Easter egg hunt is probably
5: not for you. <laughs> no, but we have something in place for you little darlings. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so if your child can't have um, Cadbury Easter eggs and, mm. or dairy or any of that sort of stuff, just come up to um, the event info desk or or see Jess or myself at the um, when we're handing out the bags and we'll have something for, for cool. the Cool. That That's pretty cool. Them. Yeah, well, we don't want to leave anyone out, and no. we don't think it's fair that you know um, those that can. Have though have dairy and Easter eggs and stuff. That they are <laughs> sorry everyone.
0: No, that's okay. Oh, she's so good. She just wants to grab at the thing. It, it's something Don't we all di- want to grab at things. Yes,
5: it's something different. I wanna yeah. I wanna trial it out. See that's what it okay. Does.
0: Anyway. Um having said that, there's a lot of big kids, I notice this often, that are really quite kind and yes. generous to little kids. Yeah. Yes. And you see that with the buddy system and yeah. um at school. There's a lot of kids that are really good-hearted kind. Mm. Alex Curran is one that springs to mind straight away Mm. because my kids were over at their house a couple, it must have been last week, I can't really remember, but I walked in to go collect the boys after netball training and Alex is up in his bed with my youngest tucked in bed reading him stories. Oh, that's adorable. I know, how adorable is that? So we've got kids like that around who'll no doubt
5: Help the help it yeah, yeah, which
0: is kind of cool. But it's all very exciting. Have we got a visit from Easter Bunny, or do we can't? We didn't get on to Easter Bunny. Couldn't get a hold of Easter Bunny Not this year,
5: no. no. Yeah, that's all right. Easter Bunny might be available next year. I think he's running around Sunraysia mm. um, trying to make sure he makes all the houses. Well, share, yes. So, mm. um, with COVID, he's got to meet his own restrictions as well, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you just blaming everything on COVID right now?
5: I have to. Yeah. Who, okay. who else am I going to blame? Oh, that's,
0: that, that is that is fair enough. Who's um Jess, is the corner store sponsoring the Easter eggs? Have you got these from your supplies or no.
3: Uh, no 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 this is all done through Reba so oh
0: yeah, yeah. cool
5: Reba's hosting the whole event okay. yeah. um,
0: and they've funded the whole lot
5: they're funding the whole lot wow right. yeah it's yeah. it's part of um our funding that we got for the post covid um th- by local yep. campaigns nice um so they'll be we're hoping that we can Run something similar for
1: Christmas. Ooh! Mm,
5: different
3: <gasps> location. Yes. Yes.
0: Is your imagine it? Because we saw the shop. Imagine <laughs> if you had a whole oval.
3: Imagine if I had a massive
0: space to be able.
3: Imagine. <laughs> yeah. And <gasps> uh, David will kill you. <laughs> kill you yeah. Unlimited ceiling space as well. Means <gasps> the tree can be so big and oh, wonderful. The community
0: centre. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the um? Oh, what do they call it? It's like the Santa's magic, Santa's magical kingdom that they have at Caulfield (gasps) Racecourse. It's not even June yet. Start thinking.
1: (laughs)
3: Okay, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) it takes a lot of time to plan this. Yeah, like I said, not even
0: June yet. Exactly. There you go. Plenty of time. Mm. Well, this all sounds like lots and lots of fun. So, how many stalls have we got at the market? Do we know yet? Or are the, they not they're closed? Are,
5: they're, are, they're not closed yet. Oh, We're cool. still accepting um, as many storeholders as possible. Yep. You know, um, so if anyone wants
3: to jump on board and just reach out, obviously. yeah, yeah. Yep. On
0: Facebook is the easiest way.
5: Facebook's the easiest way. Otherwise, um, you know, you can jump in at Loy's Panel Works and I might be there, or, or, or at the <laughs> or, corner shop. Yeah, yep. and Jess will be there. So yeah, um, come,
3: come and see us if there's anything.
5: Yeah. Anything um, that you can participate
3: with, or contribute. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, but there'll be some food and then some arts and crafts and obviously the live music as well, like I said before. So it should cover most bases. Um, and, yeah, it'll just be really chill, fun, mm. night. Mm. Nice. And it's Easter Saturday, isn't it?
0: That's
5: right, it yes. Right. So, you know, if people have family over, which a lot of people do, uh, we encourage that you bring the family members because we want this event to be as successful as possible so that it makes it well worth our While for next year. Mm. Yeah, the whole intent
3: is to build on it year on year and hopefully make it an ongoing event. And I suppose if this
0: is successful, then it lends weight to the whole Uh, New Year's Eve event, you know, possibilities and, you know.
2: All the rest of them. All the rest of them. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like fun. You girls have done a superb job in organising it to this point.
5: Well we can also thank um Jack's been helping us out with his paperwork, Megan's yes. right. been helping us out with stalls, Cerebral Zone has also been helping us out with paperwork. Um
0: oh, paperwork, then, paperwork, 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 yes. my goodness.
5: Chantel COVID again. Yeah, I Lots know. Yep. Yeah. Chantel Katusi's helped us out with design. Uh then we've had Lizzie and Saya help us out with um, sending out flyers and stuff. So thank you very much to all the – Yeah, everyone. Mm. Everyone Jess and I can't solely do it ourselves and the REBA committee can't do it themselves either. So, you know, thank you to everyone who's helped in any little – any way possible, really. So
0: Awesome. Oh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's going to be a great – a great afternoon slash evening. Yeah. Agreed. I'll come. I'll come and watch Hop.
5: Yeah, please. Who please wouldn't want it. to come
0: and watch it? I'm going to bring a beanbag.
5: Yeah, I've had I've had Perfect. a couple of people say that they watch it annually anyway. So oh, there I was you like, go. There you go, now you can come. I don't think I've
0: actually other. ever watched it.
5: It's not a bad movie. I like it. It's no. a
0: DreamWorks movie, isn't it?
5: Is it a DreamWorks one? Potentially, actually, I think, <laughs> I think it so. might be DreamWorks. <laughs> or is yeah. it a Pixar?
0: It's one no, of those. It's
5: not Pixar. It must be DreamWorks. Sure yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Cool.
0: Yeah. I've got no – I'm guessing it's an Easter movie with it a is. rabbit it in it. Yeah, it great. Yeah. Great. Excellent. All right. Well, um, if they need more information, it's. I can see it all over Facebook. So it's on the Reba page I noticed this morning.
3: There's some flies that went up today uh, around town. So, yeah, keep an eye out yeah. when you're out and about. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I've
0: seen one at – the MVAC Daycare Centre. Yeah. It's probably yes, one fantastic. at the corner shop. I haven't been There's there this one, week. It's
3: one at the corner shop. Of course there is. Cool one at Loy's Panel Works. No Excellent. There, I was going to say, because
0: the, tra- <laughs> the foot traffic at Loy's Panel <laughs> is probably
3: immense. Uh, but <laughs> but and, there is one there. And there is an Easter hamper as well that you can buy oh, some raffle yes, tickets for. for. Um, and that'll be at the corner store. Yeah.
0: Great. What's in the Easter hamper?
3: Lots, Lots
5: of goodies. Great. Plus a $100 gift card of um, Reba. Ruba gift cards. So, cool. Yeah, you can spend that on a night out for dining, Hi. whining, whatever, mm-hmm. anywhere around anywhere town. around town.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Does the corner shop take rubber gift cards? They we certainly, certainly do. do. Do you? We do. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Peyton can start paying for his own damn nuggets then. <laughs> <laughs> he won one of those ones from um, from school cool. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. 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 He was like, what am I going to buy? So far he spent $3 <laughs> at Bargain Basement. Now that I know that you guys do them, he can start shouting nuggets. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies, thanks very much for dropping in. Thank you. And we'll talk to you, maybe even try and get you in next week to give us a full list of. Market stall holders and stuff.
5: Sounds good. Yeah, cool. Easy. Ciao.
2: Bye. Ford Ranger is Australia's best selling 4x4. And right now, you can get a Ranger XLS 4x4 auto for just $48,490 drive away. See your Ford dealer soon. Based on 2020 VFAX data. Recommended price. See Ford.com.au for
4: T's and C's. They're calling them the wild mob, brought together by one man.
1: Here's
2: the kid. That's the kid you pulled out of the creek.
3: You're going to kill my uncle. I say that depends on you.
2: Work together, you should learn to shoot. Just stay calm. Gently squeeze the trigger.
1: When you've got the high ground, you control everything.
0: <gasps> like that is just... I've hit record too, by the way. But that... Spine tilling? Yeah, isn't it? isn't it? So we're welcoming Emily Caruso from the Fight Cancer Foundation in Swan Hill now. And that was a just a little excerpt from the trailer to High Ground. Which is a film being featured in this year's film festival. Welcome, Emily. Thank you for having me. Uh, that is, I watched, so I've watched all of the trailers from this year's film festival, and I just went, oh, I need to see that one, and I need to see that one. Even Corpus Christi, we'll get to that later, but let's talk about High Ground first. Simon, I suppose anyone of my vintage knows him as Simon Baker Denny from Home and Away, <laughs> but, or Simon Baker from The Mentalist, or what else has he been on? He's been on a lot of stuff.
4: A lot of Australian stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep, he's a, a familiar face. Mm. He really is. But this is just, this movie is. It's pretty powerful stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. even the trailer is powerful stuff. Yeah. And Jack Thompson's in it, of course he is. Any quintessential Australian movie <laughs> Jack Thompson's got to be part of. But it's set in the 30s. Yes. In Arnhem Land. Yes. And um, it's a chronicle of a young Aboriginal man. I just think this is... I mean, this is the start to the, to the film festival, so it's a great way to open it. But first of all, let's talk about, before we get back into the movies, which are obviously an important part, let's talk about the Fight Cancer Foundation. You and I were talking before about how this all came about and it actually started in the 90s.
4: It did, early 90s mm. in Swan Hill or, or in regional centres around, but, but our group started in Swan Hill. And we started with the Bone Marrow Donor Registry, And that's where we were educating and inviting the members of the community to come along and consider registering themselves and getting tissue typed to see if they would be a possible match for people who are undergoing cancer treatment. But you were saying also that the bone marrow registry is full. Yeah, so the the job worked really well in the 90s and people got on board and they were very supportive and we have lots of people on the register and they're the ones that are called upon at the moment, so we're not actually pushing people to get registered and, yeah. and do any of that at the stage because you don't need them because it, all the work was done. It's That's happening. amazing
0: at the moment. So your part—it was the bone marrow registry to start off with,
4: then the name changed. So then to... we became the Bone Marrow Donor Institute, right? And so we started looking at wider things that are involved with people who are undergoing cancer treatment, right? Such as. Uh, well, the supporting the costs that go towards people who are, mm. are going through that stage, that journey. Because yeah. cancer is an expensive illness, Absolutely. Isn't it? Like yeah. anyone that's been on this journey,
0: it puts a lot of strain on families, family members, finances, carers, all that kind of stuff.
4: Absolutely. And we want you to be focusing on healing yeah. and not worrying about other costs and other stresses that then attack your body Mm. while you're trying to just stay in a good mindset and do what you've got to do to get through. That's fantastic. And that's what we like to see, especially on this show, is fundraising that actually has a practical
0: impact. So to be able to take that stress off someone is fantastic. So now you're the Fight Cancer Foundation, the Swan Hill branch. You've been involved in this for a very long time. So you're clearly very passionate about this.
4: Mm. Mm. (laughs) Mm. discuss. (laughs) (laughs) I am very passionate about my community and I feel that it is definitely something that uh, needs people involved to keep it going and keep driving Mm. these key things Mm. that support regional people. Mm. And it does. And this is,
0: again, this is practical impact that the fundraising goes to. So the thing we're here to talk about today is how the major fundraiser of this year and how people can help out and they get extraordinary benefit from as well is the film festival. I'm gonna play a little bit of
1: this one. I'd like to have something to believe in. It's what everyone wants. Ooh, magic. Stories have to come from someone. We were expecting you an hour ago. Sorry? Frank? This is Miss Lam, your new guardian. I don't want him. You've all got to do our bit. I was supposed to go to school. Go on then. Where is it?
3: This is Frank. He's an evacuee from London. (laughs) Miss Lamb, I know you're busy writing your stories.
1: Academic theses. They don't look very interesting. I wrote them. Do you believe in heaven? Yes. Well, you shouldn't. What happened to all the people who died before the Christians? Where did their souls go? Summerland. Where's Summerland? This is,
0: so this yeah. is Summerland. Stories and this just looks summer. like a beautiful movie as well.
4: It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, It's we one of those. really lucky with the selection that yeah. we've gone with this year. We've got a bit of everything. So we have major support from Andrew at Showbiz Cinema. Right. And he's, he's able a wizard. To, yes. Isn't he? So mm. he's got his finger on the pulse as to what's coming out and where and we watch lots of trailers and we read lots of reviews and mm. have plenty of meetings mm. and uh, sort of whittle it down to what we think will be the most appealing to the community as well as diverse. So yeah. we, try and, we always have an Australian film. We always have an international subtitled foreign-type film. Nice. Okay? Yep. We try and have a documentary and we try and do something out something funny, something dramatic, something yes.
0: There is also, and I need to play a little bit of this as well, because it's it's the (laughs) BGs.
2: Welcome. The The BG. Once again the fabulous bee gees the most exciting sound in the world. The biggest grossing album in the history of music. Has the enormous success changed your life?
1: Well, I was speaking to one of my friends the other day and as he was cleaning my shoes, I said,
0: listen. Like, that's just, it sounds like a really good fun. But at the same time, there's a bit of a darker side. Was it this documentary? There's a few documentaries. They had a bit of
4: a rough time. Yeah, they did. Because I did watch this,
0: uh, oh, God, probably a couple of weeks ago when you sent it through to me and I went, oh, I had no idea.
4: You would think if anyone had it easy in the yeah. music industry, it should be. But, would well. be the Bee Gees, but no. Um, so and everyone's that's, got a Bj story. Everyone. Everyone's got this connection with it. They know the music. Mm. I'd love to bring
0: this film festival here for next year or maybe even later this year because we have a beautiful theatre and an auditorium here and it used to get Stopped in because we're the mid. You know, if it's back perfect, in the days, yeah, yes. back in the days when people used to drive around <laughs> on their tours, they'd stop in. So it'd be interesting to see if anyone's got a BG story from around here. Please let us know on our socials if you have. And the other one is Corpus Christi's, which is the the subtitled one, and that is I'm going to read this because it's Polish. I, it is Polish, yeah. and I was watching this as well. My husband won't watch subtitled. And a lot of
4: people won't, so that's why we have warned them. It is subtitled. I just think he's like, I read enough. (laughs) What? That's not. (laughs) Your poor
0: eyes. Yeah, exactly. My heart bleeds. I'm really, I feel really sorry for you. Um, But a remarkable tale of mortality and redemption about a charismatic young ex-convict. I was watching this and went, I could easily sit through that. And watch it as well. It looks spectacular.
4: It is. It is. Yeah. It's it's black humour or dark Mm. humour. You know, it's that um, tale of perhaps first impressions Mm. and second chances Mm. and, yeah. It looks all
0: of these films just look amazing. So they're being screened over the weekend of Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th of March. Tickets are available. Are they
4: available now?
0: They are, uh, yeah. yes,
4: online through the Showbiz Cinema's website. Yep. We encourage you to book online because of COVID. We yep. have capacity seating limits. So <sighs> basically it's whatever we've got available, as soon as you've booked your tickets, that's it. Oh, yeah. I might have to get on and do that very And if you're quickly booking then. a group, mm. it's it's probably best to book it together so yes. that you can actually seat together. Yep. Yeah, because you do t- choose your – they've got a good – it's all through the
0: Showbiz Cinemas website. That's isn't? right. Yeah, their yeah, website's yeah. Yep. very, very good. So there's High Ground on the Friday evening yes. at 7pm. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'll buy tickets to first. Um, be a good excuse for a little date night too. Summerland's on at 10.30 on the Saturday morning. Yep. Then there's Corpus Christi on Saturday afternoon at quarter to three. And then Saturday night, of course, is the BG's documentary. Of course. When else would it be? And we are
4: encouraging people, if you do feel inspired, Mm. 60s and 70s attire. Really? For BGs. Really? Really. (laughs) So if you feel like you need to get out just that that outfit that's been looking at you for the last few years. Oh, my goodness. This is your chance to publicly air that.
0: (laughs) Put it on. Why not? Why not? What a great excuse to have, like, a group outing. Dress up and, and go and see the And beaches. enjoy
4: the music. Yeah.
0: Enjoy the music and the stories and then, you know, go and have a drink afterwards as well. But, but Show Cinemas is also licensed. It is.
4: Isn't it? So that's going to be perfect so for you Saturday So you can sit night. and have beers on Saturday night while you watch the Bee Gees doco. Could you think of a better way to spend a Saturday night? Then? No, probably not quite, not now, no, <laughs> I couldn't. That's amazing.
0: So what a good cause to be raising money for and seeing movies for, really. It's $15 per ticket, per film. That's
4: correct. And you should book right now. Absolutely. And the website is? Showbizcinema.com.au Perfect. Emily, thanks for coming.
0: Let's go check out the theatre now so we can see if we can branch Robbenvale next year. Let's
4: do it,
1: Jay.
0: Yay.
2: The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.